Westbrook Calling. It's time for Westbrook Calling, a weekly journal about the people who live and work at Westbrook Residential Care Facility. Westbrook, giving residents and staff an awesome place to be. And now here's the host of Westbrook Calling, Martha Armstrong. Good afternoon. This is Martha Armstrong, Westbrook Calling. And we're here today to visit with one of our residents that has quickly become a favorite at Westbrook, and that's Alice Strathman. Welcome, Alice. Well, thank you very much. It's nice to be here. Okay. Well, tell me a little about yourself, where you were born, where you grew up, your life history, all the fun things. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, you're going to have to help me remember some of them, I think. Okay. But um, I was born in Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, lived in the same house right on Lake Erie um, mm. uh, for until I got married. I never, ne- we never moved any place. And um, <clears throat> Lake Erie was just down the street from where I grew up. And we grew up. Three kids uh, grew up in in the lake. Um, we we began swimming. We never had lessons, but we all learned how to swim somehow <laughs> or other. And um, had lots of fun there. Um, as we had got older, uh, teenagers, my house was the hangout because we had the beach and we had beach parties. And you were a beach babe. <laughs> yes, we were. We were. Yes. So that it was a fun growing up, and um, and then I got married, and the more fun began because um, we started our. We became Air Force gypsies and moved every three years. We started out in San Antonio, Texas. And from there, we went to uh, Tokyo, Japan for three years and came back and went to Duluth, Minnesota, where it's very cold. And um, Colder than on Lake Erie? Oh, much, really? much, much, much colder, yeah. And um, from there, we went to Colorado Springs. And um, while we were there, my husband got assigned to um, Vietnam. Mm-hmm. He, he spent a year in Vietnam, and we could not go, mm-hmm. of course, so... We, that was a war zone. So um, we uh, we stayed in the springs while he was di- did his remote tour, and then we were stationed in what they called the country cub of the Air Force. It was Hamilton Air Force Base in um, Petaluma, California, oh, wow. and it was the most beautiful spot you could ever imagine. Yeah. We were only there one year, and then came back here, came, was stationed at Richards Cabauer Air Force Base in um, Missouri, close to Grandview, Missouri. And, um, and that was the end of our Air Force career. Is that but, right? Mm-hmm. But we had, we had lots of good memories mm-hmm. from the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Well, I know one of the things that uh, you had done an article, uh, Janelle had done an article about you, and one of the things that jumped out me jumped out at me as I was reading it was that you were named the best dancer I was. in high school. I was. <laughs> I was. We, that, was that was in the uh, 40s, and it was the big band era, mm-hmm. and, uh, and we, we did a lot of dancing. Mm-hmm. And yes, in my yearbook, I was voted the best dancer in, <laughs> in the senior class. What year did you graduate high school? 49. 49. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So you did have some good music. We did have some good music. Yes, well, we did. I want to hear some about your time in Japan because okay. I understand that you had some very interesting things yes, from then. Yes, we did. We did. Well, um, when we first went over, we we had to wait for housing. 
Um, we had to wait for some quarters to be available to us because there was a long list of people waiting. And so we had to live in what they called the paddies, the rice paddies. And these were, the houses were built very flimsily by Japanese landlords who were making a lot of money on Air Force people. Oh my. Mm -hmm. um, and the, 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 in the wintertime, the floors were so... Um, were right next to the ground, and in the wintertime when we woke up, when I walked across the floor, my footprints would leave, um, would leave, would leave marks on the floor in the frost oh. inside my house, <laughs> if you can imagine. And we had one, we had a space heater, and that's the only thing that, that heated our house. And uh, we couldn't drink the water. We had to haul our water, big jugs of water, in from the um, base. And it was quite an experience. I mean, for, for a city girl that was not used to any kind of discomfort, um, this was quite an experience. And then we, then we finally did get quarters. And um, and then it was much better. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then we were able to do a lot of traveling and and uh, getting lost. It's um, um, quite interesting to try and travel in Japan because the street signs are all in kanji in Japanese. In the characters, you mm -hmm. know, and you can't tell where you are oh I mean, if you can't read. Nobody mm -hmm. could read the kanji. So, um, but we we had a lot of. A lot of fun adventures. We would go down to the Ginza, which is the main drag in Tokyo, and we would walk along, and um, and the Japanese ladies would come up and touch my children's hair because they were blonde oh and blue-eyed, mm -hmm. and they could not believe that it was so different from their children mm -hmm. that they, uh, they they were fascinated by the blonde hair. Mm -hmm. But yes, yeah, so. And I understand you kind of lived uh, a kind of a pretty elite lifestyle while you were there. Well, we had the quarters were nice, mm -hmm. and everybody this was this was the way it was. The, all the American um, housewives had maids <laughs> because it was so <laughs> inexpensive, and uh, you didn't have to cook, you didn't have to clean, you didn't have to t take care of. I mean, you didn't ha you had a nanny there to, all the time to take care of your children. And um, and I had a seamstress that came once a week, and I would show her a picture of what I had, had mm -hmm. wanted, and and uh, I had the material, and and by the end of the day, I had a new outfit Is every that right? single week, <laughs> and shoes to match, if you can imagine. Yes. Well, what did you do with your days if yes. you didn't have to cook, clean, take care of your kids? <laughs> it, it was uh, at first, it was a lot of fun because. Um, the, the wives got together and we would travel mm -hmm. and we would go around and see the sights and things like that. But I, by the end of the tour, it's a three-year tour, um, I was ready to come home and be a housewife again mm -hmm. and clean my own house and take care of my own kids. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. reestablish yeah. yourself. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah, as yeah as to, to grab my identity again, <laughs> which... So um, it, was, it was an interesting time, mm -hmm. but... And and we had a maid that um, that would cook for us whenever we wanted her to, and she would make Japanese dishes, and and we would just it, she, she was such a good cook, and it was just fun because she would cook kind of out of a hibachi, and mm -hmm. so different from the way I cooked. 
We're going to take a break right now, and then we'll be back with more of Westbrook Calling. Westbrook Care Center in Kearney, where caring comes naturally. I'm so pleased to know Mom is in caring and loving hands. It's comforting to know she's receiving the very best in medical and physical care. And I'm very happy to know the staff at Westbrook cares for my mom as much as I do. I'm so thankful for them every day. Caring at Westbrook Care Center seems to come so naturally. Mom really loves the experience of independent living, as well as the -the round-the-clock care available at Westbrook. Westbrook Care Center, winner of the Best Assisted Living Facility Award in 2018 by SeniorAdvisor.com. The address is 401 South Platte Clayway in Kearney, Missouri, and the phone number is 816-628-2222. Westbrook Care Center, where caring comes naturally. And we're back now with Westbrook Calling. We're still talking with Alice Strathman, and I'm going to ask her to share something about her time in Japan that sounds really interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was really interesting. In Japan, uh, the climate is, uh, in the wintertime, is cold and damp, and the Japanese people don't have um, heating like we have. So their heat came from a a hibachi stove, but... The way they they stayed warm was in the evening they would go to the public bath. Now this looks like a big swimming pool, but uh, everybody got in and it was hot. Mm. The water was steamy, steamy hot. And when they got through with their baths, their bodies would be so full of that heat that it would last them all night long oh. and and so we decided that we would go to and try the bath. And so uh, my husband and two little boys went to the bath. Well, little did I know that it, that it was everybody there was in the, in, the, in the bath with no clothes on. Oh, my. <laughs> I mean, they just, when they, they, when they got there, you soaped up outside, outside you, the bath, and then you got in the water. And you had to get in the water very slowly because it was so hot. And, and I did not realize that I would be in the bath with a lot of naked Japanese <laughs> men. And, and so uh, I, I spent my time with my eyes on the ceiling so I would not have to be you know, gazing around at what was there. But anyway, that was an interesting time. That would have been kind of a culture shock. It was. Yeah, that it would was, be. It was indeed. It was indeed. But, okay. And then you came back and you and ended here in came, Missouri. And we lived here in Missouri. And, and at that time, uh, our marriage ended. And um, I was then a single parent. By that time, we had a third child, another little boy. And... Um, I was faced with the um, challenge of uh, finding a job and raising three boys. Mm. And so um, we, we, we decided that we would stay in Belton, Missouri, because it was a small town at that time. 
and I really didn't want to be faced with any big city problems mm -hmm. raising kids. So uh, that was a wise decision because we stayed there for 30 years. Oh, my. And I built a house, and I found a job with the city government, and, um, and I, uh, that, was, that was the way that we made it through getting all these boys raised. And, and they, they, were, they were very interested in sports, which was a blessing because uh, kids that go into sports after school don't give moms any problems. Mm -hmm. I mean, That's they, true. they, they, uh, they re and they were good at what they did. Mm -hmm. And so um, all three of them were raised and, um, and have um, found their own vocations and um, are a credit. To mm -hmm. our family. Well, they that's are. good. That's yeah. And you ended up being, you retired after 23 years, and you were the city clerk? I was the city clerk, yes, I was, uh, in city government, something I had never <clears throat> thought that I would be doing. But, um, and that was an interesting story, because all the time we were in the Air Force, I never worked. Mm -hmm. And so there I was, age 40, mm -hmm. single parent, and, and I thought, what am I equipped to do and I can remember that I am um, I saw an ad in the Belton paper for uh, um, secretary to the city administrator and uh, <laughs> believe it or not I could still remember how to take shorthand after. Oh my. <laughs> I could still remember it it's, oh it's amazing and so I went to the city hall and interviewed with the city administrator and he was retired Air Force mm. and I think and I had to take my youngest child Mark with me because um, the other two were in school and I didn't know anybody in Belton so I, he went where I went and um, and so I can remember him playing around on the floor while I'm interviewing for this job and I, I really think that, that the man felt sorry for mm -hmm, me. I really mm -hmm. think. And the fact that I was an Air Force wife, mm -hmm. I think that helped too. And so he said, okay, if you, can, if you can take dictation and transcribe it, you got the job. And he gave me a short letter. And by golly, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so I got the job and it turned, in, it turned into a career. It did well, that's wonderful. In. Yeah, it and really then was. your your children then were all raised and and gone from home. So you were single mom no longer. You were just a mom. You were. At I home. was just a mom. Mm -hmm. And they, of course, it was, the time came when they left the nest and and went out on their own. And then I was, I was in a a, a three bedroom house with a big yard, and I thought, I don't, I don't really need to be here and mm -hmm. doing all this. So. That's when I started. I I ended up here in because Mark had a family by then, and I ended up north of the river. Mm -hmm. Here I am still. <laughs> well, I know you moved, lived in the Tuileries at one time, and I think you did a lot of uh, programs and things we when you did. were there. And we you're a, a pianist, play by yes, ear piano. Yes, I just play by ear. Yes, but it was fun. We would we would do little um, we would do skits, and uh, that were musical. And they were kind of take off on show tunes, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and we would use our own lyrics. And uh, <laughs> and the, the, the first one we did was called "Murder at the Tuileries," <laughs> and uh, and the, the 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 one that got murdered was a man, and, and his name in the play was Foxy Brown, <laughs> and and he uh, 
he loved the ladies. Oh, was and, that right? And uh, unfortunately, um, <laughs> he loved so many ladies that <laughs> that they um, that they decided to form the Black Widows Club. <laughs> And with the idea of getting rid of Foxy Brown, because, you know, a woman scorned. Oh, no, a woman scorned. Mm -mm. So, anyway, we did. We, um, we finally... You got rid of him. We offed him <laughs> with some poison wine. Yes. Uh, oh. and, uh, but there, it was a whole lot of fun. We did that. We did a lot of that. Now, yeah. do you have grandchildren? I have, uh, yes, I have seven grandchildren and four great-grandchildren oh my yeah so yeah and this is a radio show so people can't see you but you really are an amazing looking woman oh my goodness a very attractive woman and a very young looking woman and when you were giving those dates i'm thinking no that can't be right but well, uh yeah. you know yeah and you ended up then coming here to westbrook you had some yes, health problems I, yes mm -hmm. um i i was living in liberty and it was close to mark and um which I wanted to be close to his kids growing up. And, uh, but then I, I got very sick and pulled through, thank heavens, and um, was decided that I could no longer live alone. Mm -hmm. And so they found me this place, which has been an absolute godsend because um, I, I, this is home mm -hmm. for me. This is really a home for me. And I have found... I love the people. I love the people that run it. I love the the things, the activities that we do here. It is just, um, it it's certainly a God thing. It mm -hmm. really is. Mm -hmm. um, well, I know you come to choir that the choir that I help yes. lead, and I have enjoyed having you there so much. And so, <laughs> well, I love music. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love music. All kinds of music. Mm -hmm. That's and that's one of the things I like the the best here is the music. There's all kinds of music. There's you can find. You know, country western, jazz, and the big band that comes. Oh, it, it is just really, there's, I am never, when I leave my apartment in the morning around 9 o'clock, I very seldom am back there much before supper time. I mean, there is. Is that right? Something yeah, always to yeah, go. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's something. There, if you want to if be you involved, want. Mm -hmm. you can certainly find something to be to be involved. And and just to be around the other residents in this community. Mm -hmm. There's such a, 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 a diverse group of people mm -hmm. here. And and they're all interesting. And they all have a story. And it's it's... I find it very stimulating. Well, that's and, good. And Janelle, who is our activities director, gives us things like spelling bees and um, trivia contests and things that will make our brains work, right. which is so very, that's very exact. important. I know she told me one day when I interviewed her, I asked her, how many activities per week do you do? And I was shocked at the yes. number. Yes. I mean, it's a, she yes. has something... There's just very little time when there isn't something it. scheduled for the residents. And you would be surprised how much, how much the people the, the people enjoy it. Mm -hmm. They really do. Well, I want to thank Alice for being with us today, and it's been a joy to talk to you and an interesting story. And so I'm going to close with saying goodbye to everyone for today, and we'll see you next time with Westbrook Calling. <laughs>